Tell you want to tell them where we are right now? We're in Columbus. Jesus. Ten toes behind Jesus. I started ten toes. You know how it goes. Used to have wigs. Now I wear a big nappy fro. Then I fell down. Couldn't believe it until I stood up. Ten toes behind Jesus. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode on Ten Toes Behind Jesus podcast, season three. You all know the theme, Ten Toes on the Road. So we are here in... Montgomery, Alabama. With... Charles Stringer. (laughs) So, yes, we're in Montgomery for another episode and have Charles Stringer, youth pastor, Charles Stringer. Not too much. (laughs) So what are you going to say about being a podcast? Yeah, I'm just glad to be here. Uh, I'm excited. Thank you for having me on the show, Britley. No problem. So, y'all, Charles, like, okay, we're going to go into how we met and a bunch of, I'm about to say monumental. That's not the right word, though. It could be. Okay. Yeah. A lot of monumental events. Yeah. That we've, I guess, been a part of. Yeah. And so one thing I was thinking of before we started is that Charles was the first person I told about Ten Toes. Really? Yes. You oh. <laughs> but you're, check know. me out check me out you were the first person i told about the children's book so now me saying that because right now i don't have no children's book but by the time this air See what happened? yo remember i thought you had it when you brought i was like did you already make it Mm-mm. wow so yeah you're the first person and i actually only told one other person but anyway, we're not going to talk about that because it's not in there. But that's wow. going to be motivation because now I'm going to be like, really? You can't post this if you ain't got no children's book because you're talking about children's book. But anyway, all right. So in this episode, I already told you what we're going to talk about. We don't have a title right now, but I'm sure at the end, we're yeah. probably going to gonna find one. Facts. So let's, let's tell them how we met. Okay. When you say let's, <laughs> you saying me? Yeah. Tell them how we met. Okay. Um. So we met in 2021. No. What's the, it's 2023. Two years ago. Uh-uh. When you were It was met? January, right? Yeah. 2021. No, that was 22. What? Oh, yeah. The 22 I'm, is a whole year and then now it's a whole in the beginning, I mean, it was, uh, it was mm-hmm. shortly leaving twenty one, and then coming into twenty two. Yeah, we met January twenty two. Hold on, hold on. Twenty two. Yes, here. So that means the beginning this of this year, year was a year ago. Yeah, twenty twenty two. We did. Yep. All I right. sit corrected. Hey, it's okay. Yeah. I only remember that because I graduated twenty twenty one. Okay. In G- May. So yeah, 2022. It just seems like so long. It really ago, does. Though. Like it, it really seems does. like, and because like, okay. Anyway, keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you so, why it seems so long ago. Okay, so we met January of 2022, and uh, we went on this leadership um, leadership conference at the beginning of the year, and I went with Faith Apostolic Church. I was invited um, by their pastor, who is awesome. Shout out to Bishop Bender. Shout out to Bishop Mender. Um, he invited oh me, God. and I was like, "Yes," but it was 
it wasn't at the um at the pinnacle of the pandemic but it was doing like coming out of the pandemic mm-hmm. and so a lot of stuff was going on even at my church but um god was faithful and although he wasn't able to go to church still went yep and so um i remember i got there about like four o'clock five o'clock mm-hmm. and i just remember getting on the bus and i didn't even know who all was on the bus so i was just going like just post up in the front and just call it a day <laughs> and i remember Eric- oh yeah i Erica was like, yo, Pastor, nah, Pastor. She was like, Charles, like all the youth in the back. And I was like, okay, say less. So I walked to the back, and the only spot that was available was right in front of, right behind Britley. I was behind yeah. you. Yeah. And so I just remember looking at her, and then, yeah, that's how we met. And then on the trip, we just talked more and more. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think what stood out for me, concerning you in the in the uh the leadership conference was called strengthen and it was really really good Ooh, remember I that that was the theme that year. i never forget wow. jesus i can't okay let's just keep going keep yeah going. i feel like it's we got so, a lot it's so, yeah this is probably gonna be a couple hours y'all yeah, so so <laughs> strengthen yeah but i remember it was like after service and it was it was late. It was probably like 10, 11 o'clock. This was after one of the services? Yeah. There? Okay. And we was at Walmart, and um, I was tired, and I just remember Britley like, asking me that I want anything. I was like, no, I'm cool. And then I just remember Britley asking everyone on the bus. <laughs> and then I closed my eyes, but I was listening. Like I was listening very detailed because I was just wanting to see the type of person she was. And in my head, I was like, I wonder if she's going to ask the bus driver. Because we was on this chartered bus, and he wasn't with us. He was just like, I don't want to say a rando, because <laughs> I don't want to sound rude. But he wasn't with us. Yeah. And he was asking kind of sketchy at times, <laughs> if you remember. I don't even remember. Okay, I'm not going to he couldn't drive. No. I oh. think he drove well. Oh, he drove well? He was like, you know, with some of the saints. Oh. He was trying to oh. hit on some of the saints. <laughs> So he was acting, I keep that. He was acting really um sketchy at times, but he was cool though. But in my head, I was like, I wonder like if she gonna ask him and like I remember you asking him did he want anything? And I think you might have got him something. I was like, Whoa, she really has a big heart and um it's not just towards the saints, it's for anyone. Like she just loves people and that's when I was like, Yeah, I gotta get to know her. <laughs> So, yeah. When you first started, I was like, where are you finna go? And I was like, oh, yeah. I I honestly forgot about, yeah, I forgot he did. But, um, thanks. That's nice, man. Yeah. But, so, for me, so, okay, y'all. So, this trip, like, was very, very, was a very pivotal point for me. Especially, like, with my walk also with God. So, okay. Pastors and leaders camp, right? I got invited because our pastor Bender was speaking there. And so I just got an invite because I, at that time I was working the sound while well, I still am, but like I was working the sound and I was like, Oh, like that's how I got invited. Cause like, I'm not a pastor and I'm not a leader. So, uh, so I'm just going to support. Then I found out that uh, Pastor Brennan couldn't go, and I was like, "Dang, shit! I also not go because 
I mean, like, I'm probably going to be out of place or whatever. So, uh, yeah, end up going. Wait, did wasn't there something that went on where you almost didn't go to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it so, was a lot going on. Yeah. So, anyway, like, we up there on the bus, and then Charles get on the bus, and I'm like, bro, who in the world is he? Because I thought it was just <laughs> our church. I was like, bro, who is this? Who's this? But, y'all, the camp was so good like as soon as you walk through the door you can feel the anointing it was in indiana in january so it was cold so um yeah god really moved and god really spoke and yeah it just was big high i remember the i don't know if it was the first or second night i went to my hotel room it was like it was late like because mm-hmm. it was pretty much all day it probably was like 10 something. It could have even been 11. And I was like looking in the mirror like, man, I don't even want to go to sleep because I want to go ahead and go back to service wow. tomorrow. It so was good. It was so good. It really was. And so um, it's kind of cool because uh, the pastor there just kind of like spoke today at our church. But so it kind of really is like bringing me back. Um so yeah what what else you got to say about the camp even though i know um what else what was the evangelist that wore us out twice (laughs) what was her name this he spoke at the convention that same year um pastor tanya brown oh Oh my my gosh (laughs) yo shout out to pastor brown yeah yeah That was my first time hearing. I remember we went to the convention. He's just like, "Yo, she's preaching that." It was was it the hour of power? No, it was the um. They don't even do hour of power anymore. Yeah, they didn't do that. It this was year. the um. The it? who's not who's who? Next speaker, next voice, next no, voice, next voice. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And she preached then too. Y'all, okay, yes. She preached then too. Yeah. So what is like, <laughs> y'all? Okay, she is like so <laughs> graceful. So before I even. So, but this is the thing. If you, like, don't or haven't heard her preach or, like, don't get a chance to hear her preach, if you see her, like, you would never know how, like, powerful Mm. of a preacher she is because, like, she's just so, like, graceful and, like, oh. And she complimented me Mm. the day before. And she was like, your hair is so pretty. And I was like, oh, literally in my head i was like oh like this lady's so sweet like she's so sweet and then the next day she started out preaching and you know like and then she started going in and i was like like you could tell god really started talking through her because it's like dude this is a completely different person than like i talked to and so she talked on like marriage Mm -hmm. and but it really applied to everybody yeah like that's what was really like good and even afterwards one of the uh like ministers was like i've never seen someone preach a marriage sermon where the single people were shouting more than the married couples and i was like for real everybody was like going up and she was saying some funny stuff too oh my gosh and the perryman's was yeah. there oh my gosh yes. like they I, was so weak too I the whole them. time Tama, we're going to shout a lot of people out. Shout out to the <laughs> <laughs> no, Yeah, I love them. We were 
were looking at them like, man, like they seem so happy though. Literally, like that's like like, like that's how goes. You, yeah, goes. Okay. Um, yeah. And she even started out gracefully, like she would just be talking like this. Yeah. Like like because when she complimented me, I was like, right. oh, like 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 a like precious, right. like, you know, like then the oh, next thing oh, you know, lady. she went up up. She went up up like <laughs> man. Oh my gosh! I wish yeah. I could like relive that moment because it just was such a like whoa. Yeah, it really was I good. I love that. I still got notes. I, I didn't go back and notes. read. Yeah. yeah, I got the. I think I got the voice memo. Yeah, I think I oh, do. You recorded. Mm-hmm. It was That's really crazy. good. Another thing. Wait, go ahead. You no, go ahead. I was gonna say something with the camp still. Yeah, me too. Okay. Do you remember? <laughs> uh. So they had lunch like in the middle. I don't know. I think the end of maybe a speaker, it just went into like worship, and then oh. it just was like wor- like the saints just like couldn't stop worshiping. Yeah, and they were like, "All right, y'all, like we gotta eat. Like it's lunchtime." Mm-hmm. And literally, people was like still in the middle of worship, and other people was like getting their food and still like in the middle of worship with them. Yep. And so I remember just- that. <laughs> It was so funny because literally people was like speaking in tongues like over the plate of wings. It was it's wings. Funny. And then like taking a bite and crying. I was like, oh my gosh. This is like, it's like, I feel like we can't even like talk right now. I feel bad for even eating, but like I'm also still crying and stuff. It was just, I was like, man, I just never experienced that before. It was pretty cool. Talking about Ridley, you know, I was on the Daniel fast throughout the <gasps> whole thing. You was. So I was not. And remember we went to that really good restaurant? Mm-hmm. You had a soup. That's not funny. That's good. Yeah, it was at the beginning of the year, so I was still I was still fasting, so. Dang. But God blessed. Yeah. I remember Them too. Was good though, by the way. I remember too, um just the camaraderie. Like, I remember the last night, none of the young people went up. We didn't go to sleep. Like we probably went to sleep like Maybe 10, 20 minutes. Yep. Like maybe 40 minutes realistically. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a good conversation. We too. really did. We was all downstairs just like chopping it up. And I just remember that because I got to know like a lot of like really good people um, mm-hmm. that I'm still cool with now. Yeah. And that was that trip, I think, started me and William's friendship. We weren't friends for mm-hmm. real until that trip. Yeah. <laughs> I hey, time that. out. Shout out to William. Shout out to William. <laughs> William the bro, for real. William the bro. So that was a that was a goaded trip. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. Like yeah. man. So you remember the ride back? I remember the ride back. I was sleep. Me and Charles had like this super deep conversation, and we looked up and like everybody was just knocked out. We was like, dang, well, we still going. Yo, speaking, of, I'm thinking about crazy stuff. I remember you gave me an orange in the elevator because I was on the Daniel fast, and I think you felt bad for me. I did probably. And you gave me the orange, and that was like the best orange I ever <laughs> ate in my life. I remember you giving me that orange on the elevator. I was like, <laughs> in my head, I was just like, oh, thank you, like cool. But when I ate, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. That orange is. <laughs> I feel like carrying on after right. the orange. 
Okay, what else? What else? What else from the trip? Oh, I just was like sleep deprived on the way back. Mm. We stopped at Chick Fil A, and I, I was that. like, I choose sleep over food. But then I was like, Nah, let me go get some food. Then we got back home, and now what are we doing now? Should we back up to the mission strip? Yeah, I'm talking about with New Walk. Mm-hmm. Hey, real quick, I got to shout out my pastor, Pastor Ken Austin. Hey, Pastor Ken. <laughs> hey. Another goat. Bro is goaded. I was yeah. going to say bro. My pastor is goaded. We'll cut that out. I'm just kidding. Please. <laughs> I'll be put on silent. So, um, this year, yeah. Uh, I won't even say this whole year, but kind of like the start of summer, super super busy for both of us yeah from my perspective though i was doing a whole bunch of like like you've been like ministry full-time youth pastor and i want you to also go into like what more of what you do and like your involvement what you do with the kids and all that but for me basically what i'm trying to say is charles hit me up about going on a mission trip with his church as the f- female youth leader leader okay Facts. and so i'm like man this is so awesome i would love to do it but i already know i'm not gonna have time like literally every single week i have like something or going out of town this and that but then he sends me the dates and i'm like but god but god oh <laughs> Glory to God. I felt that in my left toe. Because, like, (laughs) y'all. What left toe, though? My left left toe. Like, the left. We don't have to go into it. The pinky left toe? Yeah. Okay. Like, it was the Holy Ghost. So, okay. I don't even want to say this on here, mother. Uh oh. (laughs) Say what you got to say. I wanted to ask what toe. Because <laughs> I'm gonna just cut this out because people are gonna be like this random. But like Marlon had surgery on oh, his left toe, for real? like literally two nights ago, and they put a screw in it. So oh. when you said what toe, I was like, what? What you said left? Toe. I was like, oh, it's a le- it was his left foot. You said pinky toe. So anyway, I just anyway. Wow. <laughs> that, Healing in Jesus' name. That's what I, right. Facts. That's what I'm saying. It's the little things. Like, what even made you say that? I'm I'm crazy. (laughs) But God can take the foolishness of man. Right. And just like, I know we're going to go off with this, but like sometimes people not even knowing, like they're just saying stuff or like doing stuff, but it's really a blessing to somebody else. Facts. Like, okay, quick little dive. So my brother well, no, my dad has a friend who sells grapes. Mm-hmm. Have I told you the grapes thing? Mm-mm. Okay, so the guy's been trying to send some grapes for like so long. Anyway, Marlon was like, all right, tell him to send the grapes like the, our family reunion weekend. So the guy pulls up in an 18-wheeler mm. full of grapes, like literally thousands of grapes. Wow. Like so many grapes. We like, man, even if we give like five per- person no each person five bags of grapes in our family we still gonna have grapes left over and we got a big family Mm -hmm. so i hosted a worship night on the oasis and so we we remember the grapes so i'm adding 
Okay. Okay. Did I tell you this? No, but okay. one plus one always equals two. So it's making sense now. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. How we gave away the grapes? Yes. So we was like, hey, everybody, take a bag of grapes home. Take three bags. Take as many bags as you That's want crazy. home. Grapes. Like, we got way too many. Everybody, grapes, grapes, grapes. And they good grapes. And so, like, Bible class, one of uh, my friends came up to me and was like, Brittley, I just wanted to tell you, thank you so much for the grapes. She's mm. like, money been kind of tight. And my daughter, she makes uh, candy grapes and sells them. And oh my, my daughter gosh. wanted me to buy her some grapes, but I didn't have enough money to like buy them. Mm. And I didn't want to like tell thank her and let her down. So you all giving away those grapes like really was a blessing. And I'm just like. Wow. And in my head, also, I'm like, man, if you would have told me that there, you could have had everybody's bags right. of grapes. Like, because we just hmm. giving it like, not like, oh, we got too much. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, man, even in you not thinking or being conscious of like what you're doing, yeah. you are like helping somebody else right. or like somebody, it could be a blessing to somebody else. And like a lot of times we don't realize that because I can only imagine with that many grapes, the logistics and it becoming a headache because you're trying to figure out like this is now on me trying to figure that out and your headache with somebody else's blessing and that's crazy like that is so that's crazy. crazy that's a great story yeah it's like i don't remember that forever i was like oh yeah that's a great story yeah dang i forgot what i was saying though. oh the mission trip yeah okay so anyway turns out i can go y'all i can go mm. to the mission trip all right so Okay, you go about how yeah. you asked me. So this was the the second annual trip that I led, um, the mission trip. But our church been going on that trip for a while, and so last year we took um, there was another female adult youth leader, but she transitioned to a new job at our church, and so um, she couldn't go. And pastor wanted like more younger um, women to go, saints to go, so they could relate better with the uh, age group that was going. And so I was really just praying about who I should ask. Um, and I was just praying and God really put Britley on my heart and I knew it was God. And so I talked to Bishop Bender about it. I talked to um, my pastor about it before I even came to you just to get permission and um with you telling me i remember you telling me about the dates and how it aligned perfectly and then even like the logistics about getting you there mm -hmm. remember and mm -hmm. so like i just knew it was a god thing and my biggest my biggest i guess cry to god was that lord send someone or let me let me invite someone who can go that can have an impact on my youth because they, they really do have my heart. And I just knew you would be like someone that they could admire and look up to. But not only would they look up to you, but you would take that and you would steward it well. Like you wouldn't take your you wouldn't take the influence that God gave you and lead them to a place that it wasn't of God. Like, I knew that you would manage the attention that they would give you and the love because they do love mm -hmm. you. 
The young people at New Walk. Hey, shout out to the youth at New Walk. They are awesome. Like, I love Bro, them. Like, but they love you. Changed my life. Yeah. Like, too, monumental yeah. things have come from yeah. me meeting Charles yeah. and like So oh, gosh. I wanted someone who could steward that well. And I wanted someone that because our church isn't like the typical apostolic church in a sense. Um we really do target the nun church. And I wanted someone who wasn't going to abuse my youth because they don't know how to shout or because they don't wear skirts or because they don't know Acts 2 and 30. I didn't want someone to abuse them and to condemn them. I wanted someone who would come in and just love, 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 because the Bible says the goodness of God that lead it up to repentance. And so when you can't show no one goodness and compassion, um, then how are you going to lead them to repentance? And so I just know that knowing you, that you would be able to love them and just accept them. And the love that you would give to them, I knew that would make them more attractive to you and you would lead them to Jesus, which is the ultimate goal for me as the youth pastor. And so and crazy thing is, just like I said, it is happening just like that. Is it not, Britley? Hey, shout out to Jesus. Yo, yeah. Shout out to Jesus because uh, he was. I'm wait till you sit. So just in case it, uh, just in case. But yeah, so shout out to Jesus, like I was saying, shout out because to Jesus. he was the mastermind behind all of it, and it's going to his plan because we know. Romans is it eight and twenty eight? Twenty eight. All things, things work, work together, together for the good, good of them of that love God or Jesus and now call according to His purpose. Yeah. So it it was beautiful that trip. Let's talk about. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh man, I'm telling you, y'all. The trip was rough. Like <laughs> as, I'm gonna be honest. As for you, Pastor, I would say like Britley. Like I grew more adoration towards you because of the way you handled and conducted yourself with the youth because i know that devil wanted to resurrect the old britley like, i just know it because i was going through it too so talk to them about so, talk to them about the trip so for one like i came a day late right That's right 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 and I, I already knew, and Charles kind of like gave me a heads up of like, you know, you're going to be new. And a lot of times with like kids that are already like comfortable, when you bring somebody new in, it's kind of like, we're good. We're used to, like, you know, who we got and all this yeah. stuff. And I understood that too, because, you know, I've been on a track team my whole life, done sports, like I can, especially like with women, the dynamics, this and that. So I kind of was coming in, like, let me just fill it out. Like, let me try to get to know everyone. And so off rip. Well, okay. So I get on the bus. I see these. I didn't know there was youth leaders at the time. Yeah. We had interns from it, the uh, college students from our trip. College students, interns. I didn't know that yeah. at the time. I just thought everybody was. Well, all we, had a, we had a meeting, but that's neither here nor there. I'm sorry. Oh, this Lord. He, he called me out. You didn't pay attention. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I forgot. I was kidding. <laughs> I just thought 
Anyway, it was all in. So one of the girls I go up to, I'm like, hey, what's your name? And she just don't say anything. And I'm like, well, who was it? Oh. Was it Tati? Uh uh. <laughs> it was. Oh, man, I can't believe. Real quiet. Mariah. No, oh, Mariah's sister. Sister. Um, um, Kiki. Kiki, man. So I'm like, you going to end up talking to me by the end of this trip. <laughs> and then she kind of did a little smile and then just like walked away. And so I ended up seeing her again. And I'm like, what's up? She like go the other way, like yeah. avoiding me. Man, by the end of the trip, me and her was like this. I was like, Crazy. I told you, Crazy. I told you. But um, <laughs> other than that, well, I got a story at the end. But like seeing um the the kid, like the group of kids that was there, and like it was a camp, and so we had like two services but it was just really just like fellowship really and just like hey how was your day you know just like little things like that um so many stories that i heard about like things that are going on at home and in the community and this and that and it just made me realize like it's so important for like younger people to have positive influences because a lot of times they don't have anyone in their house that they can look up to. And so I really enjoyed just being there and, you know, just talking um, to the youth from New Walk of Life and talking to the um, youth from, like, the different Florida churches. And so um, it was just a big blessing. I really was like, this this is it. Like, this is it. And then towards the end of the week, we was almost there. We was almost there. Oh, bless his name. <laughs> Situation happened with one of the youth, and I was like, kind of like in charge of, you know, making sure things go. Hey, shout out to Brittley one time for stepping up. Because I, I really was like, man, I like, I had like my, my guard on this, but I was like, you know, I can do this week. Like, I got that, like, you know, this is that I can do this week. But then, man. What old started acting up, and I was like, you know, it was just like patience, you know mm. what I'm saying? What was the word that I think grace? I think it was grace. grace. Like you know, just show grace, like you know, grace, yeah. grace. But I was like, <clears throat> you know what? We may need something else for this. <laughs> grace and truth. <laughs> we may, I don't know if grace. <laughs> sometimes discipline gotta come in at some point. I think I know who you're talking yeah. about. We're not gonna call we're not gonna shout you out, but we love you. <laughs> we do love you, but we're not gonna shout you out. Man, but like I was this close to like kind of like about to I think I used the terms like go hard. I think it's so Charles. I was like, man, I'm finna have to just go hard like with her. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm finna just, you know, maybe try the tough love route or whatever. But someone was like, nah, just don't do it yet. And it was like when I I guess it was God that told me don't do it yet because me not doing that, she eventually started understanding like, okay, yeah. like I see what's going on. Like I see this, I see that. And I don't know, it's just like a teachable moment because um, God has the chance to, and you know, the choice to like not show us grace, but he still yeah. does. And we've done stuff way worse than what was going on that camp. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's, very teachable moment so i kind of actually i really enjoyed the whole experience and yeah yeah um 
I would just say you did an outstanding job. And even to this day, even that particular student, um, when you was here for <clears throat> our culminating event, the summer event, mm-hmm. like she was just so excited to see you. What? You know that girl was excited to see you. <laughs> she really at this. No. You know that girl was excited. She be so cool. Like nothing phase her. But you know she was excited. I could, she was definitely excited to see you. Yeah, and like, so like one of my favorites. You made real. an impact. And I would say to the audience, the biggest thing after the trip, we have five to get baptized. <laughs> yeah, five, including no six. Cause D'Angelo and um Z got baptized. So that's six this Wait, summer. I didn't know Z did. You was there. D'Angelo? And no, no and- and that's it, his girlfriend, Z. Oh, oh. Yeah, you're talking about I, that male uh, Z, the one who broke Oh, up. not him. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking about the girlfriend. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, oh, so yeah. that's two and then four. That's, right? Yeah, six. Good damn Malaysia. Yeah, they just got baptized. Mm-hmm. So six after the trip have gotten baptized and three have received the Holy Ghost. Toes behind Jesus. Yo. 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 I really, I really am grateful for you. Thank you, Charles. Yeah, Likewise. Thank you. thank you so well, much. He talked about me at the camp. Him. Like, I was learning so much from him. Like, so the camp, it, it was a whole lot going on, even yeah. from every part of the camp, right? And so, yeah. like, with like things the youth would come to him with and you know a lot of times oh this is way we're gonna bring in leadership a lot of times like you only looking at stuff from like how it's making you feel and if you're not you know the head to do something about it you go into the head like hey do something about it like do yeah. this do that like act in the way that i want you to act and it's up to the leader to decide and make the decision of like what's best to do. Mm. And so like seeing all the things thrown his way and like, he just was so chill and I'm just like, dang, like, how do you do that? It was like, yeah. So it was really inspiring, like watching you work in action because like the passing leaders camp, like that was for us. Like yeah. we were getting poured into, like we was just, we was that. And then it turned into like, okay, we're the ones pouring in right. and that's crazy. Yeah. Crazy just, how you just worried it out. Yeah. Yeah. I would just say, even in the um, vein of leadership, that topic, <clears throat> I would say that as a leader, it's important to duplicate yourself. And so, um, like, I feel like both of us, we have outstanding pastors. Ooh, yes. Like, outstanding. I'm talking about, like, giants in the faith. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm not biased. I'm not biased. I'm, I'm not joking. Like, Bishop Bender is a giant. Man. Pastor Ken Austin is a giant. And he could be a bishop, but I'm not even going to go into that. Um, he keeps what he doing really undercover. But bro is doing. Why well, keep saying that? It, I don't mean that. And okay, but <laughs> it's not. Well, yeah, it it is uncovered because I only would have probably found out through you. Yeah, he is Ooh, doing so like stuff that I'm not gonna go there. But <laughs> I would say he is a giant. Like 
giant. Nothing short of it. And so I feel like I'm a duplicate of his leadership. And mm. I know you feel the same way about your pastor. And so I'm trying. You are. <laughs> he got, he, he, what they say? He, he, he walked heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he walked heavy, carry a big stick. <laughs> yeah. So I would say like that's that's the goal of a leader is to disciple and i feel like and god was really talking to me about this um really yesterday or the day before how in our generation Britley, it's like all of our peers want to be like have have a conference like i get on facebook <laughs> everybody got a conference yeah everybody a visionary yeah everybody like <laughs> got their brand but mm-hmm. are we making disciples? Like, are you Ooh. taking the time to make someone become like Jesus or Jesus in you? Like, are you taking that time and going through frustration with them? Going through um, you wanting to tell them, hey, don't ever talk to me again. <laughs> Big facts. Like, yeah. hey, yo, when you see me coming, even in church, like, just go the other way. Mm-hmm. Like, don't talk to me anymore. Like, are you crucifying yourself so that someone can come up under you and see christ in you and i feel like our generation the reason there is such a uh uh drawing back from the church is that we don't take time with the youth we we don't have our hands on them and pastor austin the reason i say um i'm the i'm he has duplicated himself with me is because he was there he wasn't he wasn't the leader you know, he trusted me to be that, but he was there. He's always there. He's always pointing into the youth. And so even with the interns, and that's why I wanted you to go too, because we had two female interns. How many interns you have in the youth? Two? Yes. Two. And I wanted them to see how you lead so they can imitate and duplicate how you lead. And not just how you lead, but how you allow Jesus to lead in you. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like when you duplicate jesus and you to someone else and they can do it and then they can do it and then they can do it and so i think that's important and i think the leadership point that you was talking about when we was talking a little bit earlier Mm -hmm. i don't quite remember (gasps) what we were saying it was something about i was talking about how i feel like one day you're gonna have somebody doing all this and i was saying how you're saying you wanted to work and i say leaders um Gosh, it's gonna come back. Yeah, it's gonna come. The Holy yeah. Ghost brings all things back to your remembrance. Yep, yep. We was talking about how, because I was saying that like I've always like, oh, worked, so it'd be weird. I was saying as a leader, when you are growing something and you build momentum, one thing that can stop that momentum is when you don't allow yourself to back up and trust people to do that work that you were doing or do that work um that not do it but they want to be a part Mm -hmm. like when you are building something people's like how can i be a part like what can i do and if you are so used to doing everything yourself or everything has to go your way then you are going to you're going to stop the momentum that god want to do because you're so used to doing it yourself and so that's why i'm saying you got to create duplicates Mm -hmm. you may have the vision, but you got to empower people, not micromanage, not in the reason micromanage is such a big deal. Cause even at the trip, you know, I may say, Hey, I want it to go this way, but, um, her or her, or I'm talking about leaders, they may have different personalities. So yes, they may carry it out, but it may not be like how I thought it 
would mm-hmm. go but that doesn't mean they're not carrying out the vision so you got to empower people and that micromanage them and that's how the job is going to get done because now everybody is buying into the task because yeah. they got skin in the game Ooh. like they got they got sweat in the game yep. they got work in the game that's why the bible says the laborers like we are working and a lot of time as a leader you're so protective of it that you feel like you just got to do all the work because they do the work it's going to mess up but it's not even your work god Ooh. just put you over it you know so you got to allow people you got to train them and let them do it let them mess up let them scrape their knee but as long as they get skin in the game they're going to be building and when they're going to be having so much fun they're going to be inviting other people to come with them and with them so even with this when this start people gonna be like yo what can i do like this is what i've been doing this is how i do it this is how i like you to do it and just let them put themselves into that work if that makes sense hey that was good yeah that was really good okay i feel like i was rambling no i felt slightly convicted a little bit oh so that was really really good to hear the holy ghost (laughs) (laughs) Mm. i still want britley to get saved too (laughs) (laughs) we still praying y'all keep being prayers whoever been praying for me keep going <laughs> i'm just joking another thing with leadership is because you mentioned like everybody has a conference and so i always like say i'm really like two years into like living 10 toes behind jesus although i grew up in the same church i went to i was never really involved and so now that i'm involved and like wanting to just learn more and more and more and more i'm really learning more and more and more and more so another thing i'm seeing is like um with this like not even like the younger younger generation but more maybe like 20s through like 35 is like no one really want to like be under leadership Mm. and and like you gotta be under somebody like that's that's good because it's kind of like you you think or you're saying that you know like what it takes Mm. versus someone who literally has done what it takes Mm. and so i don't know that's why i like i'm so thankful for my pastor because like i i've seen with my own eyes like like this man was is really called by God. And I'm thinking your pastor, and even my pastor, like they are such big giants because both of them served on their big giants. That's like Bishop Heron Johnson, Bishop Austin, like both of them served their leaders. And so they would duplicate it. And now we have to serve them to get that same mantle. Mm-hmm. And were you done? Because I'm about to uh, go ahead. Okay, I, just got I a feel question. a vein. Well, not really. Yeah, you gonna forget? No, I'm not gonna forget. forget. I'm not gonna forget. You go. Okay, so with leadership, as Britley was saying, um, in our generation, I feel like being young, and I'm talking about me personally, like my experience. Um, I feel like sometimes you, the Bible says, um, we're gonna have visions. And a lot of times we get so many creative thoughts and so many visions and they are good. 
and when people don't let us carry out the way we think, we feel like they're holding us back. Mm-hmm. Or we think that um, they don't have our best interests at heart. But imagine carrying out a vision prematurely and what would happen, not only to the vision, but to the people that the prematurity caused to do damage to. Mm-hmm. And so we got to learn how to submit. And submit seems like an ordinary um, Christian word, but even being under my pastor, I have learned that it's not. And even I have struck, struggled with submitting. And when you're going to your pastor with, um, with, with thoughts and ideas, and sometimes they turn you away, um, that is God's grace giving you an opportunity to submit, giving you an opportunity to strengthen your submission. Because what I want you all to know is that submission doesn't happen until you don't agree. And a lot of times we think we walking under submission, but really we just walking in agreement. Right. You're not walking I'm good with in submission. You as long as you good with me. Right. And that's that's that the Bible says that does that's the start of any relationship. So how can two walk together unless they agree? So me and you start a friendship because we agree on something. We agree on our lights. We agree on our perspective. We agree on on Jesus. You know whatever. But the friendship only continue. Until we learn how to submit. So one day, Britley may say X, Y, Z, and I may be like, no. Like, so now God has just opened up a door where we can have the humility to submit or we won't. And so God give us the chance with being under great men of God to submit and allow that submission to teach us something. Why isn't my pastor letting me do this right now? Or why is my pastor telling me to wait? Or why isn't this not the time? What is God trying to mature in me that my arrogance won't allow him to? Oh, and gosh. what damage will it do to the 40-year-old Charles if I don't oh. submit? Or the 60-year-old Charles? Or the kids that Charles want to have if I don't learn how to submit? And if we just learn, Jesus um, in the garden was the splitting image of submission. Because he came into a door where he had to submit. And it wasn't something that he agreed with. He said, Lord, if it be possible, remove this cup. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm at a fork in the road. I know what you want me to do, but my flesh wanted to do the opposite. If it be any possible, please remove this cup. But I'm going to submit, nevertheless. Like, this Let- is my opportunity. Never, You know, Pastor, I want to do this, but you don't. If it's possible, can I do it? <laughs> But if it's not, nevertheless, nevertheless, I'm cool. Not my will, but you know. you'll be done. And if you feel like God has sent you to that leader or that pastor, and he should, if you have a pastor, God should send you to that pastor. Mm-hmm. That pastor have the gifts, the tools necessary to grow you. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is continue to submit. Mm-hmm. Submit. And the Bible says, submit under the mighty hand of God, and in due time, he will exalt you. So... That's good. I feel like me and you always have to use title or one of us. That's what I was saying. That's why I'm like, we're not even going to have a topic or title. Like, we just going to have a normal conversation like we always be doing. And I always be good. But I think the camera died, but we got the audio going. So I'm not even going to worry about the camera. So oh, that's wild. They saw enough, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Yo, so drum roll. Do you remember the question that you had? Of course. Okay. Because I want to know. Mm-hmm. I mean, this literally probably will take like a few days to really fully answer. Like once you think of more things. But we talk about 
you know, how our pastors are giants and like what is not really def- yeah, what are the characteristics of a giant? Like what makes them giants? In their faith? Yeah. Ooh. I already got some of you. Let me go first. Yeah. Okay. So one of the things of why, you know, I said my pastor giant is because, like, again, when you talk about submission, you're talking about, like, as long as you agree, everything is good. I'm with you as long as you're with me. And sometimes, well, like, when I talk, when I think of giants and, like, stuff I see my pastor doing is when everyone isn't nice to you Mm. and it's easy to be nice to someone who is nice back. And so every, and so when people are, are like mean and like, you know, people, and people can be mean, people can be low down. People can really just let the enemy, like just work through them and just do all kinds of like destructive, hurtful things. And so seeing how someone reacts to those things, like, that's what matters. Like, okay, you're being nice to this person. Like, you can do all of this. And it's like, okay, because as long as those people are doing that stuff back. But I want to know how you respond when someone just, like, drags your name through the mud or, like, mm. someone just really, like, beats you down. And so um, stuff like that is what, like, I – I've put in the category of like someone who is a giant, like regardless of how you treat me, like, like it don't even matter how you treat me. Like I'm going to show love regardless. And so that's one of the things. That's very good. And I think, I think too, if I could put a bow on what you just said, I would just say that they love people. Like I think Bishop Bender and my pastor, they are really people like not pleasers, mm. not people pleasers, because they're going to tell you the truth and love, yeah. but they love people. They love God's people. And I think ultimately it comes from loving God. So I definitely agree with you. I definitely agree with you. And yeah. And like, so. Okay. Not really shifting, but kind of shifting like with forgiveness, like it, when you think about all the stuff God has forgiven you for, mm. you you kind of, you know, it makes you like, okay, I, I got to forgive. Like, yeah. not just me saying I forgive you because that's what they say to do, but actually genuinely being like, I really forgive you. Like, it's okay. We all make mistakes. We all mess up. Like, I'm not going to hold this against you. And so I feel like they have, they as in like our pastors, they have really like understood like, what God has done for me and like the grace he's shown, the love he's shown and the forgiveness he's shown. Like now that I know better, I got to do better. Mm. So it's like, I can't be where I like used to be or once was because like hurt people hurt people. So it's like, now we just continuing to have like this domino effect of you did this to me. I'm doing it back to you. Then that person does something else better. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, it got to stop with somebody. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's definitely stopped with them. And like, I don't know. I just am grateful to be able to witness that yeah. from both because I've seen Pastor Austin do some stuff <laughs> like amazing stuff, and in my head, I'm just like, dang, like I never would have done that, you know. Right. And it's like that's bad that I say that, but like it's inspiring because it's like now if that situation ever happens to me, 
I'm gonna think back like I really think you too hard on yourself. I'm not. Okay. This, okay, I'm gonna tell you an example. He was gonna stop that bus and get some ice cream all the way back from Florida because he was like thinking of the kids, like mm-hmm. they would probably want ice cream. And me, I'm like, yo, get me home. I just I don't believe that. I Maybe you thinking you. I just don't. I was like, I was like I seen I seen you like move in compassion a lot. Where you where it was like very um where it was very easy and you oh. could have had a you could have had a really good excuse where you decided to go over the top mm. but you didn't and so i think you're very i think i think because it just wasn't you in that situation that's by seeing the holy ghost constrain you the bible says um it's the love of god that constrains me so i think you just went in that predicament but i have enough faith in you that if you were the holy ghost would constrain you because you love him a hey, shout out to Britley one time. No! <laughs> that was so nice. I'm serious. Yo, hey, we just out here trying to do all that God has called us to do. So we still got a long way to go. We still got a long way to go. But I believe that we are on the right track. Though. I think so. Whoa! I think so too. <laughs> Man. So, let's talk about, um, oh, can I say that? This is not my show. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, now welcome to 10. Welcome to 10 Toes Behind Jesus brought to you by Charles Stringer. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, slow down, you pastor. This is not. Right. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> you need to stay in your lane. But I was going to say. Um, so I had the opportunity, another life, um, changing, or you use this word to begin with, you straight? Yeah, yeah, Okay. Um, monumental is the word you start off with. Experience for my youth. And I really, I really mean that because it really did change a lot, um, for them. And they're seeking their hunger towards God, which is something that we really talked about this summer was your worship night on the was it oasis is that is that right yes worship on the oasis so Britley um invited the new walkers that's the youth group for new walker life church Uh, (laughs) welcome to the new so when i heard y'all do it i was like so jealous i ain't know it so um invited us there and it was so good but so good to me but i think the highlight of the event was what it did to them and the hunger and thirst for god that it created and then when they saw other people worshiping um close to their age and at their age and just the um the atmosphere in that room um it really 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 changed their lives and push them to seek Christ more. So I thank you for inviting us. But yeah, just share a little bit since since this is my show now. <laughs> really, just share I'm a li- <laughs> really just share a little bit about what you thought about uh the Oasis experience <laughs> that you brought us to and 
uh, what did you observe and, and how did you feel feel about it? So, <clears throat> if you guys have want to know what we're talking about worship on the oasis there's a youtube video on this channel you all can scroll and check out after this uh video but um so my brother god has blessed him in tremendous ways he bought some property and it was it's beautiful like it's breathtaking and you know me i'm like man i bet a worship like, I don't even know if it was night at the time, but I was like, man, worship night session, like, would go crazy out here. Because when you're out and you see, like, the like nature and the water and the skies and the trees, yeah. you're like, man, God, like, God is something different. <laughs> like, so, uh, anyway, I want to do it for a while. Me and my friend Courtney, because she also... A while back she was like man you should do like a worship out here and i was like i've been thinking about that we ended up getting together musicians that it was good uh it was not good it was great it really like, was it was really good and it was just a blessing because i was like oh this worked out because i'm like how like can the instruments plug up their stuff do we need speakers like all this stuff and so marlon he plays football so he had to go back soon but he was like man you should do another worship night it was awesome so we end up doing one and i'm like you know what let me actually no. I was like, let me invite Charles to it. And I don't even know if I said the youth, but Charles was like, Hey, I'll bring some of the youth. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, I guess I just didn't think it was like a possibility. Cause like yeah. they have to like get in the car and like driving. No, you know. we loaded that bus up. Charles loaded the bus <laughs> up and like, so also I was selling merch there too. And Y'all, like, his youth literally, like, spit. They dropped a bag on Tintel's merch. <laughs> and, and, like, we... go ahead, go ahead. And, but, um, God, like, God be, be doing it. Like, we've both witnessed so much that God has done. But that night, like, I will, kind of you know had like a lot going on whatever and you know i was like oh it was good it was good but i was like i don't really know if like people like if it was like you know like when people come back again and charles was telling me that the youth were just like talking about it like yeah. they were telling their parents about it yeah. and even like the next time I saw them, they're like, man, that worship night, like that worship <laughs> night. And I was talking to one of the youth today uh, on the phone and she was like, man, that worship night you had, like, but I was just like, man, it just like, even when we be down or we don't think that something is like being received well, God like, will always send confirmation. Like, mm. no, like you, yeah, you still on track. You may you don't feel like it, but you're still on track. And the thing that the thing that comes to mind for me is that did it happen before? I think that worship night happened before all of them got saved, the ones that did. So that was still like I know for sure the last four. So that worship night was still like a step towards Christ for them. Yeah, so it was, yeah, it definitely was something that we needed, and you did an outstanding job. It was really well received, 
and God showed up. Like he was oh, definitely yeah. in the room. Mm-hmm. It's a powerful event. Go watch it on YouTube. Very powerful. It. Man, and like his youth so hungry. And like what I love the most is they they're not intimidated. <laughs> nah. Like that I love that so much. They nah. are not intimidated nope. by anybody. Like they want God and if you don't want God, that's fine, but you're not about to stop me. Like, that's that's the attitude that they have. And, Facts. I mean, and they, yeah. They really brought such, like, man, like, their love for God. I love I'm them so very much. Very thankful. And that's why I was so prayerful and um, just really careful in my pastor's world as who we, as far as to who we would bring in to help lead just lead them because you were brought in to be the girls leader but you touched the boys lives too like you know even the leaders and so um just thinking about who would come in and be a shepherd and not a wolf and so man this summer hey you having me on too much now i am not take a that back <laughs> wait what did you even say wait was that even deep what you said no, I went, none I said today. No, I, we needed someone to come in to be a shepherd and not a wolf or a hireling, someone who just wanted to just come and make a name. We needed someone who would care mm. for the sheep. And so she did that. Um, yeah. It was good, y'all. It really was. I was about to say something. Because um, you said, oh, oh. So, um. Something else that I, I learned mm-hmm. is that, um, mm, like, you will not be able to reach everybody and be, yeah. you know, sometimes it takes, not sometimes, a lot of times it takes somebody else. And as a, like, a leader, because you're a leader to them, it, mm, I don't want to be offensive to anybody but it's like a lot of times people kind of get offended if they can't if they see somebody doing something they can't do and so another uh, characteristics of a giant is like you not okay i couldn't get to this person but somebody else can like i'm not going to get mad or feel a certain way or feel intimidated by that person because and like I feel like that happens a lot in ministry and it really shouldn't because we're all working together. Like we're all a body. So that's good. Like even if we can't do like if we're the heart, we can't do what the ankle does. That's good. So it's like, dang, we can't get mad at the ankle for doing what the ankle does because we still need the ankle at the end of the day. That's good. But I don't even know what, why that, I don't know why, but I guess that's just something that I've learned. Like you're not going to be able to be the one that you know get everybody to the altar or the one that you know gets you baptized like your job is just to plant the seed and somebody will come water it and yeah i would even go i would just go in and even deeper to say um especially as as leaders and this is something that i wrestled with um 
really this past month and God was dealing with me with and that is that I can't save anyone and I really really want my young people to get saved and sometimes it bothers me when like they're just not receiving um this Jesus you know and it's not our job to say as Britley says some water some water and some plant but God give the increase so I think as a leader and we can go back to what makes a giant in the faith as a leader it's having faith in God that God is going to do it that God will send his word and it won't come back to him void everything that I do is not for not um it's not for um, no reason, but a harvest is going to come from this seed. And as a leader, sometimes we want to dictate when the harvest happens. Yes. And sometimes we want it to happen because we did it. But we got to trust God as leaders. We have to trust God that God is going to do it. And we just got to stay diligent to to the work. And the scripture that comes to mind that um, don't be weary and well-doing. You know, when you're doing good, don't 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 weep about doing good, you know, just because you don't see the reward of the good that you're doing, because in due season, you shall reap if you faint not. And so that's if you faint not. Yeah. If you faint not. But if you 10 toes behind Jesus, you're not going to faint. <laughs> <laughs> Because I said this on, like, one of my episodes or something. So, what 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 you what you got to say about the... Golly, I'm struggling over here, but we just... We... I, I want... Okay, so, I don't know how long we have been recording. But it don't matter. But I want us to close out on a quote by youth pastor Charles Stringer. Charles what? We're use what's called you Charles. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. On you said, what did you say truthfully about ten toes behind Jesus? What? You know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. I don't want to say it though, but I want you to remember what you said. You said truthfully. No, I don't know. I said that. Yeah. In what context? They're probably here to like. Okay, I'm just saying. Charles said, you know, truthfully, none of us are ten toes behind Jesus. Ah. Like some are three, some are five, some are eight, but God's grace mm. covers the toes that we're missing. Ooh, I said that. That's when did I say that? You said it like early on. You said it early That's on. That's crazy. But, like, that stuck with me forever because... <laughs> forever. It's been, like, a year. <laughs> forever For is a long time. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, because that's the truth. Like, yeah, we, 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 um, we a lot to deal with down here. And, you know, I, I was telling... That's crazy, but that's true. We are a lot to deal with. And I was talking to my young people about this this past Monday. And the key thing is get behind Jesus. Like a lot of times we're not behind Jesus. Like get behind him. And I'm talking about salvation. 
Mm-hmm. Um, because if you get behind him on the day of judgment, he ain't going to see how many toes you got. He going to see Jesus. And if you're behind oh. him, he's not going to see you or your toes. Ooh. So, you know, we don't know how we share appear, but we do know we're going to be just like him when he returns because we're going to be right behind him. His blood is going to be covering us. So, yes, the goal is to Jesus said, be perfect as I am perfect. So the goal is to have our 10 mm-hmm. on the ground. And I'm working towards that. I'm not. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in, in seeing that grace may abound? God forbid. Oh, you know, I said no. No. Yeah, that right? is no. Yes. Oh, no. I, um. <laughs> Hold on, I'm not going the rabbit trail, but I've been um listening like in my ear, like to the Bible, like being read to me throughout my day, <laughs> and on the Bible app, <laughs> different like um versions of the Bible have a different voice. <laughs> so like the King James, I have like this deep like, then the English, oh, I have sorry. like this contemporary dude, and That's so I was funny. listening to Romans, and uh, when it got to that part, so we continue in, in seeing that grace may abound. And the King James voice, he was like, God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> like, you cut out that monotone. Bro, like, you were like, God forbid. <laughs> I was like, yo, this dude really spasmed me. He said, for real. <laughs> he felt that. He but, said, nah, not going for it. Yeah, so we not, we not saying, I'm not by no means saying that, um, that you can do whatever you want in grace because there is grace. But I'm saying God is molding us. And if you really want to have 10 toes down, you are you are allowing God's hand to be on you because he is the potter and we're the clay. And however he want to be modeling or molding, excuse me, your life it's going to be uncomfortable. He's going to be touching things that may hurt. Mm -hmm. He's going to be molding stuff that may make you he's going to be breaking off stuff to mold you. But the goal is to make sure you stay behind Jesus. And each toe going to start going down. Hey. And because you're behind him, his toe's already down because he died and he rose. Ah. And so Jesus is going to see his toes down. But that is that is an interesting quote. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> By youth pastor Charles Draker. Man, listen to Potter, though. <laughs> By, um... Potter, I'm not much, but in your head, I know you've heard the song. Nah. Charles. Ugh. Nah. I'm not even gonna go there. I know you, you don't even send it. me songs like you used to. Charles, you put me on the album. Well, no, you didn't put me on the album, but you I'm like definitely looking up. But you know, I, I don't know why I'm. My going. old buddy. My old buddy, not old buddy, but like old buddy. Encounter. Encounter. Oh, yeah! I never heard it. You never heard Potter? No, nah. I can't. We can't listen to it together because, like, the weight of God's glory gonna hit so hard. Where is he? I'm not much, but basically, it talks about what's his name? For it's not Todd Galbert. Y'all, it's talking about how God is the Potter; we are the clay. And he actually went to a pottery class mm. and the stuff he learned during the pottery class, like, oh, I see it. y'all, it's so good. Oh my gosh. Listen to it. I just, I just downloaded it. Or maybe it's like the next song where he talks that may, P- 
Potter may be like the song, which is good. But when he go like the next song after it, when he goes into like his experience, yeah. Oh gosh. Well, hey, we all got we all got homework to do now. We all got homework to do, y'all. Don't just don't just like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> do your homework. Do your homework. Professor Britley has charged you with homework. Go listen to Potter and let me know what you think. But man, Ooh, this has been good. Um, any last words? You got no. any other? Any? I'm just grateful to be here. Thanks for having me on the show, for real. Um, thanks for being on it. <laughs> People don't have to do what they do, y'all. That's facts. But since they do it, you know, got to be grateful and thankful that I have someone as kind as you in my life that pours into me. And, yeah, I wonder where God will, I wonder what God will do next. Because it's like, it's, it's like the momentum is just, ooh, 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 every year. He's saving souls. He's saving souls. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Hey, y'all. So, like I said, like, comment, and subscribe. But keep up with the podcast to see where we going next. Montgomery, Alabama. Hey. 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 What's the area code? 36104. No, the area code. It's four letters. Oh, is that the zip code? You got to do the area code. What? Hey, hey, hold on. Let's talk about, about Montgomery real quick. <laughs> hold on one second. What you mean, Eric? Did I say Is the zip code? Oh, oh, you said too many numbers. I I'm, I'm trying to say, hey, but then hey. you kept going. Oh, it's 334, right? Hey, hold on. I got Is that the. Cause it's, hey, give it up for Montgomery. <laughs> what's the. What is it? Hey, shout out to Montgomery. I'm doing y'all wrong. I'm doing y'all the worst way. Hold hey, on I'm really second. proud of y'all. What? No, bro, like y'all, so what y'all what doing Birmingham? in this city, real big? What y'all doing? What is this? Birmingham? Two hundred five. So that's like your number, like two hundred five, some, some, some. Oh, three, three, four. Hey, y'all doing big things here, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I'm proud. Yeah, I'm really proud of y'all. Y'all doing big yeah. things. Happy we to be to, here. We trying to. That's crazy. What I said, but I did put out the zip code. But she meant the area code. Did I say zip code? You did not. You did not. Mm. No, I just. That's why, you know, I got eight toes (laughs) up. He's still trying to put that in. (laughs) He's still working on me, y'all. Saints do not know the difference between zip or area. Oh, my God. (laughs) Don't even get started on the United uh, Nationality number. Do you know that? Hey, we just going to go ahead and end (laughs) it. No, what is that? It's one. What like, you mean? Like the United States, like if there's a one in front of Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking okay, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I Whoa. Say that I wrong, thought we was gonna go into <laughs> He said, Hey, that's see y'all the next week. Yo, what? You professor, you really teaching the class. I guess. See always trying to play. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Don't forget to stay 10 toes behind Jesus because you know he's 10 toes behind you. See y'all in the next one. Peace.
Tell you want to tell them where we are right now? Jesus. We're in Columbus. Jesus. Ten toes behind Jesus. I started ten toes. You know how it goes. Used to have wigs. Now I wear a big nappy fro. Then I fell down. Couldn't believe it until I stood up ten toes behind Jesus.